0: Hello and welcome to episode number nine of this rapid event. Now, this episode, I had the awesome privilege of chatting to one of my favorite F-M-X riders and just all-round person to follow on social media, uh, Jimmy Hill. Um, I said they, we did this through Skype and we may have some audio up and down here and there, but it was still an insanely awesome interview and chat we had just a talk about life in general, if makes his music that he's making. But so let's me stop blabbering and talking about how this was, and you get to listen to it. So yeah, without a further ado, here's the episode with me and Jimmy Hill. Yeah, welcome to to disruptive Intent. Like uh, I said, I have this podcast where I sit down and chat to awesome people that inspire me, people that I follow on on on, on online and follow in real life and interact with, and. Just find it interesting. Like I said I, I sent out the messages, and thanks again for actually applying and, and agreeing to do this now for a second time. So for the people that yes. know, no, we have tried this before, but it's, uh, this one would work. This is definitely recording. So, <laughs> right, <that's laughs> but good, huh? but right. elevated pitch to, to the people that uh, don't know Jimmy Hill and not sure who you are and whatever. Elevated pitch. Who are you and what do you do? Like, yeah, you what know, who are you? Yeah,
1: um so first my name is Jimmy Hill and, uh, 28 years old and, uh, um, if you don't know me, I'm a, I'm a motorcycle rider and I, I ride all different types of motorcycles, uh, all different disciplines of motorcycle riding, uh, ranges from like freestyle motocross to flat track and trails and Basically, any type of terrain or discipline I'm, I'm on a motorcycle and I'm into yes, and that I'm doing to it.
0: Razor scooters. Razor no, scooters. <laughs> you haven't tried the scooters yet. <laughs> not yet have yeah. you yet. Ro- have, have you rode them, but just not, uh, just not, uh, raced them yet?
1: The, what, the scooters? Yeah, yeah, the scooters. <laughs> uh, I uh, was, um, yeah, I was talking about, like, just Razor scooters in general. <laughs> um yeah i've never uh let's see i haven't ridden a razor scooter since like middle school uh, it's crazy your uh, thing nowadays. is though kids are yeah. kids are into the razor scooters Same. Like, <laughs> skateboarding skate yeah <laughs> well, no, that's okay, anyway, cool. just, you're saying a little lag right here sorry about that it's just a little lag so
0: Oh, no, yeah, no, I saw there's a bit of, bit of a lag in the connection. Like, so the, we, we, so the nine hour difference, I think that's the, that's the part, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely.
1: definitely. But I'm, yeah, so like, I'm a freestyle rider, i like to, yeah. I'd like to think that I have a different approach to freestyle motocross, too, yeah. than um, most of my other, my fellow riders. Um, I feel like I have like a homegrown approach to freestyle motocross, more uh, basic, um, And for those of you that are watching this don't know what freestyle motocross is, it's, uh, we take dirt bikes, 220-pound motorcycles, and we jump them through the air, off of ramps, uh, at a specific distance, and we do tricks in the air. We do, uh, all sorts of, a trick to us is hanging off the bike in different positions and, uh,
0: Backflipping them and uh, yeah. doing off and shit like that. Yes, yeah, some so, some really really insane stuff. So I said, if anyone wants to go and see, just um, hit up, just search Jimmy Hill on on YouTube and you'll find his insanity on the on that motorbike. Is it? <laughs> I said, where where did this all start? Like I said, you now finding interest in motorbikes and 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 one, making a career out of it. Like I said, where where was that seed planted from, from that you wanted to get on a dirt bike? Well, we talked about it
1: yesterday for a minute, but, um, just uh, just right now it popped in my head. Um, Mm -hmm. like crusty Demons of Dirt was probably like, was like the nail in the coffin for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I grew up in a, I grew up pretty far from a town and we grew up on property up in the mountains. Yeah. So, um, I didn't have neighbors. So instead of neighbors, I had my dad had it. We all had motorcycles and my whole family rides, uh, motorcycles as well. And we always rode them for fun, which is, it's funny looking back now and thinking about that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I a kid, but, um, they were mainly used for like the weekends. We would just go out to our ranch and we would go ride, um, up in the mountains. And, uh, it was just kind of a, a tool, like for having fun. Yeah. And, uh, that was kind of where, that was where the motorcycle ride started. And then, uh, mm-hmm. the demons came out as a young kid. Um, and once again, it's, if you haven't heard of Krusty games of dirt and you are in yeah, you're you're in for a treat if you want to see
0: some cool dirt bike, like real Yeah, high. yeah. Some classic Off-tier. old school dirt biking yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like the rawest form of motorcycle riding I think has ever been documented. It was like Krusty. It's like the new age each Sunday kind of <laughs> definitely a game. But um yeah after Krusty I watched that at like six years old. They had like my 50 that i was riding in the videos like they were jumping these 50s that i own like my yeah. bike yeah. and there's like adults on the same bike that i have and yeah. they're like doing 60s and shit on them and yeah. when i saw that i was like dude i want to i want to do that whatever those guys are doing so, exactly yeah and, but, uh, yeah
0: yeah, but how how did how did that now lead? Like I said, well, I I, I thought of the, the asking you this now specifically. It's like how in South Africa it's it's extremely hard to um, go from doing writing just for fun and doing it for a living. Like I said, how did yeah. you translate Like what what did what led to like you? Okay, cool. I'm doing this for fun, and then like the yeah. first sponsor board, or what 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 is that process for you?
1: Oh man, it's, it's really difficult to like formulate that, you know, to yeah. like tell. For me personally, it was just persistence, man. Like, I was really persistent with sticking to it. And I um, I got into FMX, like, I actually got into the scene uh, in an amateur contest. That was when I, like, that was my first time ever meeting, like, Twitch and Brian Deegan and, like, Ronnie Feist and all those guys, you know, Metzger. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so I kind of lucked out there with like getting into an amateur contest. And then that was like brought me into the scene. And then I just worked hard in the scene, like working my way up the pecking order. Like, yeah. you know, and, and it's a weird scene to be in too, because also you want to make a name for yourself. So you want to be doing the craziest shit out there, mm. but you can't just go doing the craziest tricks on a motorcycle without taking, like, the proper steps to get there. And that's, yeah. you know, but the part is, usually those steps are, there's injuries like, in that, in the ladder to success in freestyle, mm-hmm. there's going to be injuries, and uh, so, yeah, to, to, I guess to better answer your question, um, I was really persistent with 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 what I was doing, and I also mm-hmm. knew exactly that I wanted to <coughs> Of wanted to like separate from fmx yeah from, like yeah. traditional freestyle motocross and branch mm-hmm. out into something else that i i truly believe in and it's like i'm passionate about and uh i took this avenue this alternative motorcycle riding kind of lifestyle yeah, different, yeah. five six years and um and it's and now it's paying off dude it's like i feel like I'm in the right place at the right time and um yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, next, you know, like shit picked me up a year ago and, uh, they started helping, uh, they started paying me. I'm like one of their paid riders, which is awesome. Oh, can awesome. I'm, imagine. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like a drink, from true, you know, and, and weed maps too. I got weed maps as a sponsor, which we talked about yesterday, which is yeah. like, it's pretty funny. Like having a, uh, yeah, a lot of my other buddies have energy drink sponsors and mm-hmm. I have a, an app sponsor in so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's cool. It's, it's like, so it's cool that, that, that you, like I said, not only with your riding and that, but your, your sponsors are way different. As I said, yeah. to the conventional thing, because most yeah. people would think, um, get signed by this big company that's already established in the sport and then and go from there and then you set for life. Then you already got this backing or whatever. But having, I think, a company like Weedmap sponsor you gives you a lot more freedom to not stick to, they set norms. Not that I'm saying it's not doesn't yeah. work in the industry, but you have the, like you said, cre- the creative freedom to do what you want in the sport. If you feel like this is the avenue you want to pursue, they'll back you in that sense, which is which is pretty awesome.
1: Totally, hundred percent. And like this is a conversation we could like dive way down like the rabbit hole because action sports in general isn't a structured. Uh, it's not like a sanctioned structured thing you know action sports is like pretty loose and Mm -hmm. if you're a young kid and you want to you want to become a sponsored writer like there's nobody out there really telling the youth or like young kids exactly what that takes to get there and it's more than just like the typical like uh reverberated shit like oh you just work hard and Know what yeah. you want. I mean, there's so much shit I've dealt with over the years, like fucking mentally they're so hard to, to like overcome. Yeah. Um, when you're in a new environment, you're dealing with companies that have a lot of money and mm-hmm. the companies were always in charge of, well, they were like in charge of the scene almost kind of like what you just said. Like, yeah, yeah. I had some sponsors that I've wrote for that like, in my contracts, it's like pretty strict it's like you can't do this you can't do that almost like you can't hang out with someone so you can't hang out with this guy and so
0: geez so
1: it, it kind of it wasn't like that bad but it but it, mm. uh, it definitely is uh, in action sports in general it's uh it's important to like always look out like watch your own back i guess and um and like uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to go for it. You got to put your heart into everything you do in, in, the, in whatever sport it is that you take. In the-
0: exactly. The- yeah, Yeah, totally. No, 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 but I um, I, agree with you. Like I said, if you can, I think, like I said, I think the key word that you said there was persistence. I think that's with yeah. anything. Um uh, I've got a, a, a. I watch a guy called Gary V's videos on um, on on YouTube, oh, yeah. and that he's a bit motivational business guy, and that. But yeah. he's always said, "You always got time." He said, "People think, okay, cool, you start off, you 19 or 20 or how, whatever old you are, and they but you just do it.' It's like if you yeah. want to do it the way you want to do it, you've got time. Well, in a business world, it's a bit different, but it looks like said, if you're an action sport athlete, it's by when you reach. Uh, flip, but if you're 30 years old, um, you don't see like all the guys uh, racing in supercross, or you don't see all the guys um, in the motor scene. You see them, but then it's like, oh, this and this guy's making a reappearance out of retirement. And like, it's like how old are you? I oh, no, I'm 32. It's like, geez, dude, like, said, that's, yeah, that's yeah. considered old in the sport. And, and but, um, then you still get guys like um, Twitch and uh, those guys that are still doing it. They're still doing it with the sponsors. They're still doing what they love. They're still getting paid uh, to do what they love and they just, they just do what they, they, they want to do. But it's, it's cool that, like I said, you, you have that freedom to express yourself in your way because yeah. uh, having that freedom, like, uh, like I, t- I told you you uh, to me, you were like one of those skateboarders that, that do the session work and stuff. They don't care about medals. They don't care about contests and that. They just want to get that part shot. And I think that's, what's cool.
1: Totally. Yeah. And that's important too, you know, um, it, don't get too caught up in the competitive side of things, you know, like yeah. that at least like that's from my own personal experience. Uh, I'm a competitive dude. I love competition, but I don't like yeah. kind of competition, you know? And yeah. that was kind of what drew, like, uh, why I quit pursuing so much, like, so much of jumping the ramps. Like, I don't jump ramps that much by choice. Like, I don't, and not because it's lame or it's, yeah. it's just, um, yeah, it just kind of takes away from the fun, the competitive side, like, takes over and you you forget why you're even. Why am I doing this? Uh, yeah. why am I doing my bike and doing all this stuff? Um, uh, mm. is it for money? Is it for the feeling? You yeah. know, like, impress my friends? Like, it's, uh, it's very interesting if you like, if you really mm. dig deep into like the brain of an action sports athlete, like, uh, yeah it, most of it's driven by competition though like I'm saying like not being competitive most of yeah. the like progression mm. all, like snowboarding skateboarding all that shit has progressed so much basically because of contests mm, and in my, in my world or in the not in my world but in the freestyle motocross world those contests have, have all disappeared so it's like we're kind of left with X Games I think yeah. that's it's just X Games and yeah. the, the Nitro mm. games too I can't forget that but uh, mm-hmm. so there's two contests, you know. So that's why I guess, like me being successful, I can relate it to that. Even because since there are no contests, nobody has really been progressing the sport. I feel like, and exactly. I feel like, you know, I kind of like took this like <laughs> alternate route. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took this like alternate route, and then. It's weird to it feel, I feel like, the, like, this was freestyle and this is the route I took. Now all of a sudden, I feel like it's all starting to kind of converge. Exactly. And, um, yes. And uh, once again, it's not like I'm the only person behind it. There's like a handful of guys in the older generation too, even that were like on to this new form of FMX way back when there, when there were contests, there were guys still dicking around doing. Wheelies, yeah. and nose wheelies, and shit all over, and uh, um, but yeah. Anyway, it's a mm. it's it's a tough sport to be in, that's for sure, in freestyle motocross because there are no um uh, there are no contests. There's nothing to really look forward to to be competitive about other than exactly. Instagram you know. I like think mm-hmm. that's right the of contest goes down. <laughs> to Instagram. Everyone's like, who's gonna have more likes?
0: Who's gonna have yeah, more true. Likes? And, like you know. uh, I said, I, I saw an uh, interview. I think it was one of the shift videos where they they spoke to Twitch about progression and and uh, the young guys coming up. And he says, um uh, he said a very cool thing, which I think an OG in the sport as himself would actually good He says he's trying to, if he sees a young kid coming up, he's not trying to like a screw these guys. He needs to push them down. He goes out of his way to help them up and help them to the sport and whatever. And I think that's a cool way to see it. Like I said and I think that's that's exactly what with with you doing. You followed what you want to do and what you feel like and now everyone says, okay, but that's actually kinda of cool. It's like I said that's gives you a lot more freedom. Because yeah. just if you told me um let's say ten years ago that a um, real moto would be a, a X Games event. I would have laughed. He's like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna give medals out for video parts. That's that's yes. what sponsors want. That's what uh, gears and 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 all these energy drinks and that. That's the type of content they want, and they just use it for ad revenue or for ads, and that's all. And they that to be a specific medal given to a videographer. That's that's insane.
1: Yeah, it's just like the technology too. is all you know, <laughs> just um. And the technology is like evolving everything, especially the sport of freestyle motocross, because like what you just said, like video parts weren't, they weren't treated the way they are now. Like now they're treated yeah. like a whole different thing, you know, and they're, yeah. and we're, as were before, they were just kind of like, oh yeah, we, the videos are cool and we like them. And it, yeah, Krusty was awesome. And, but now there's like a business standpoint in it too. That's kind of funky and. I think that's also something else that's important too is having like good taste and good style. And like you could be as goofy as you want to be like kids on Instagram, like especially dirt bikes. Like you can be as goofy as you want to be, but like don't try too hard to like fucking, uh, you know, like don't try too hard with, uh, trying to like get attention or like, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the sad thing about a lot of that. But, um, yeah, but the video part thing is it's going to be – it's definitely the way of the future as well with our sport.
0: Definitely, because yeah. yeah, it, it's then it's, I think from – even from a competition standpoint, like I said, from X Games, because what is it uh, – if if they host an uh, 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 FMX event in an arena, that's arena cost. There's, there's millions that go into organizing an event like that where if they yeah. move – the like, okay, cool, we've got the name X Games and we've got this metal system and uh, we put the production all that into the hand of the athletes it, their cost is minimal they have to pay a few judges, they put a few sponsors up and it's all happening on YouTube, so there's no cost there so it's in street, it's it's. I think like City, it's the way of the future there's no more, they have to live broadcast it anywhere, they can live yeah. broadcast it on YouTube and it's, it's yeah. insane Totally.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's good,
0: that um, who are the who are the current riders that you look up to now? As I said, if you look to guys that are inspiring you in, or like i said you, the guys you look up to, who are those guys?
1: Dude, thank you for asking that question. I appreciate that. I haven't <laughs> I haven't really had anyone ask me that, so uh, I'm like just on the spot. Uh, the first guy that always comes to my mind is, uh, for those of you that don't know, um, Drake McElroy is like. He, he's like my all-time favorite motorcycle rider, for sure. Ooh. And, uh, he actually, like, I'm actually good friends with the guy, which is crazy. Like, cause he yeah. was my eyeball and, uh, he doesn't ride that much anymore because the scene kind of has gotten, it just didn't fit his style. But, uh, oh, okay. yeah. Dude, but Drake McElroy is somebody I've always looked up to in the modern scene, like guys that are ripping right now. I mean, um, uh, He's just popped in my head. I mean, Axel Hodges, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Really he's killing Axel it, though. Yeah. Capability to ride The motorcycle. Fucking impressive. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, there's a list of guys. So there's guys like Cody Webb that I love to watch
0: ride. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's insane. He's extremely Yeah. I'm sure. Man,
1: it's just, I just threw a blank because there's like, guys <laughs> I don't really look up to, but they're not really big name guys, you know? There's this kid, like, named Brandon Killamakia, who's, like, a random kid who has amazing style. Um, yeah. Who else? Colby Raja kills it. Like, he's got, that kid's sure. progressed so much, you know? Colby's a badass rider. Uh, Chris, okay, Chris Foster, actually. That's my modern day, like, hands down favorite dude on the bike, Chris Foster. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's um, cool. awesome. Yeah, he's the man. Like, in, like, if ever seen, you ever see any of the, the miniflip stuff that I do, Mm-hmm. Uh I actually watched a Chris Foster video with my buddy oh. Scott. My buddy Scott showed me the video. Yeah. Uh, and we went and tried it, like, the next day. And after I saw a video on Instagram with Foster doing it.
0: Uh, oh, you said, uh, s- <laughs> <have> to-
1: <laughs> Yeah, totally. But I was like, if, if anyone wonders, like, where the we were where, like, I was inspired to do it. It wasn't really with Pastrana, cause he made it look like it was so hard to do. It was, like, Chris Foster made it look controllable and shit, so I was like, and just everything about Chris Foster, man, I, I'd like to, like, interview that dude, cause, he, uh <laughs> it, cause his, uh, his expression on a bike, uh, is so different than like hit him off the bike. It's like really crazy. Like yeah. he must be like a really badass like introvert dude in his own head because yeah. he's pretty like quiet and chill in person. But like when he's on the bike, like a whole different side of him comes out.
0: That's yeah, yeah. No, but it's it's interesting. The more you you talk about it, um, um, yeah. I think I, I feel like I said if you if you if you speak to people that um enjoy FMX, enjoy motocross and stuff, they don't see it just as racing, you see it as an art form, it's if a person gets on a bike um, you can sort of tell this guy's fake or not, I don't know if you, like I said, you, you you can say, okay cool, oh that guy's trying so hard to be this oh, and this person, or I said, yeah. he's. Like I said, he's like two clicks away from being Carmichael clipped out, he, he just has to ride goat on his bike somewhere <laughs> And like I said, then you get, then you get these guys, then, um, like you said, what you pull from Chris, um, Chris Foster is, um, you see them on the road. It's like a graffiti artist just painting a wall. You, like you see them expressing who they are through the motorcycle. And then you oh, specifically get these people that are such introverts and you put them on a bike and then they just explode.
1: explode. <laughs> yeah, they it totally. It's It's no, cool. a, a great, uh, it's great to watch and to be a part of, you know, and it's like a, it's, it's like you're going to, I mean, I've never been to war, so I can't say anything about that, but I mean, we all put like a lot of trust in each other and just in what we're doing and when we're all out riding together, man, like it's hard to explain like the camaraderie that you have with a fellow uh, freestyle rider or dirt bike rider, I mean, and it goes, it goes, um, it could be that just in freestyle. It's not just in freestyle motocross that so there's that camaraderie. You have that camaraderie in like just being a weekend dirt bike rider and like yeah. riding with your friends, or you get this sense of like you know you you just build a real strong relationship with the people that you ride motorcycles with. And, um, whether it's a scooter, whether it's a Harley, whether it's you know a dirt bike or. That's Whatever you know. it may be, it, um, they definitely build strong relationships and uh, that's something else too. The older I get, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I like it so much. Like my family was, uh my family was all about it and it like made us, that was so, like a good memories I look back on in my life for riding motorcycles. So.
0: Exactly, yeah. and, and and I I get that exactly feeling with um just like I said I ride I've got a Triumph Bonneville that I commute with back to work and back, and if you drive if you ride past uh, past another uh, side, uh, guy on a bike like there's this nod it's like hey yeah, cool you know? I did and no one else <laughs> does that it's like you don't see yeah, It's like hey buddy you also yeah you also got in the cold and I was like fuck all these other people <laughs> and Isn't like it's said, funny
1: when you're when you're in a car too it's usually the opposite like you're always like ah oh, these fucking people like in their cars yeah. you know.
0: And then you're in your bike, and you're like, oh, hey. It's like, hey, yeah. It's like the, the, the coolest part is of, of riding to work. I remember uh, there was a guy on a certain part of my very back that he also had a because the, the Bonneville is a classic cruiser bike, and yeah. he also had some, uh, he had a Honda CB750. And uh, that's one of, like I said, that's one of my top classic bikes is the CB50, uh, the 750. And every time I saw him, we like, we just cruise next to each other. It's like, we come in secret, we just. Not and then it's just this cruise, <laughs> like, well, there's no one else on the highway, and that's it. That's what you get with, with dirt bikes as well. And I saw that, um, the more I got involved with, with, with Dallin and them from Jungle Rush, and um, I, I, I attended a combat a, a event we had in South Africa hosted by LW Mag, it's called King of the Whip. So it's just a, it's a, it's a whip competition, and I saw these guys, and they invite amateurs. <laughs> um and like the, the last days, yeah yeah just normal motocross guys and stuff that, that um put up cool content on social media and say cool they send them an invite so i met this guy eon and he actually stays in, in in centurion where i work and look we went the other day and we um i just shot some some cool shots of him jumping there and then we made a cool uh, quick video and so on but yeah. just that yeah. that Modern, oh, that, that little thing where we both like freestyle, we both like dirt bikes, we both like this culture, we clicked immediately. It's not like you are meeting some weird strange person. It's like, uh, it's like that. Um, I think there was a sitcom sometime where the 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 wives put the two husbands in a room. It's like you both like baseball. You talk, and I yeah. think that's the same thing with what we do. If I meet another motocross guy. You automatically click. Oh, you find the yeah. odd asshole somewhere, yeah, and there. But, um, like I said, most of the people all just want to have a good time. They're enjoying, and then you get the serious guys that are focused on their racing or their tricks and that, but they also, it's also that community, which is cool. Totally,
1: man. exactly. It's weird how that works. It's like you meet a, a motorcycle rider, fellow motorcycle rider, and then like yeah. all guards that you like, all guards that we like have. Like it's as an instinct when you meet another person, like the guard yeah. is gone, like you're like, oh so, like, yeah, cool, like you're you're my buddy, like we're good. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like a, you know, even like uh, last night I went to a concert, for instance, mm-hmm. and uh, I walked up to some of my friends, and there was a big, like, there's a group of other kids that I'd never met in the circle, yeah. and uh, and like nobody was like, and this is this happens a lot nowadays, but nobody like entered themselves or not, like, uh, yeah. at least here in America, you know, like that's. I feel like a lot of places I go, like, people kids are like, they don't like know how to introduce themselves and be like, hey, my name is Jimmy, or hey, how's it going? Like, everyone kind of really mm-hmm. skips off shit in a way. So, but yeah, that's what, like, like what you were just saying. It's so cool to have, a, like, at least have a common ground with every people, like, you go all across the world and, uh, and bam, you got friends immediately, just got uh, friends and that are
0: all having the same love for motorcycles. Yeah. And, um, again, on the, on the community side, um, I told you about the bonafide moto, the guys that have the barbershop and all that. And, yeah. um, yeah. Except yeah. they, yeah. yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. That's, it. that's it. And that's <laughs> it. they, they, um, they have this breakfast run where they call it Bonafide Mass, um, where yeah. they Sunday mornings we ride out to a place called Local Culture or a play, wherever. Like I said, and then there's a group on Facebook, and we all say, cool, we'll meet up here, and then we all mission up there. And yeah. I didn't know any of them. I knew Ju- uh, Joe, the, 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 the owner, owner of bar, the barbershop and the and the company, and that and that's it. Yeah. Sat there. We chatted and it felt like I knew these guys for years and it's just that community. It's like okay, cool, we're all just people and we all have this one rule, don't be a dick and we all dick. get along. Yeah.
1: No <laughs> that'll that'll yeah. Uh
0: um, but uh But do you do you think like I said your whole outlook and that on life and how what you the the the, the trend that you follow and you follow in your own mind was part of the how you grew up. As I said living on the on the, on a farm away yeah. from everybody, not having yeah. the new york city life type of thing where everyone's opinion mattered you just thought okay cool well, i'm gonna do this because i like this do you think that has a effect on you now
1: uh, dude that's a great question too that's a really good one and it, it has taken up to now in my life to realize that that was something that has my like childhood and my upbringing is something that has totally affected me 100 percent of who i am the way I have navigated through a freestyle motocross, riding a motorcycle, like, since I was a child, like, racing motocross. Like, that was, uh, my whole upbringing, and my family especially, like, my dad and my mom, my sister, my brother, my grandparents, they all have been, like, uh, very supportive in the right kind of way, you know, and, uh, yeah totally though i like like you' were saying it totally the, my whole upbringing and being away from people also, which is really yeah. fun like um I feel like I have like a genuine appreciation for for other people, no matter who you are, just because uh, where I grew up, there weren't yeah. a lot of people I didn't have a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. like we were social, I went to a school like a public school, but yeah. As soon as the bell rang, and I was out of school, like we were going home, thirty minutes outside of town, where there was no, and we're, and when I say thirty minutes, it's not just like a little straight road thirty minutes out of town, like, right. we're like windy mountain roads. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I just grew up in my own little world too out there, and then, uh, and I, I told you about this yesterday. Just like having a good imagination is really important as well, because yeah, yeah. Um, that really helps you. Uh, it helps you see things from a different perspective I was always looking at freestyle like at first I always was looking at it um, just like very just like straight on you know mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I eventually started dissecting why do I like all this shit you know and why mm-hmm. do I why did I used to like to ride why, why do I like it so much that I'm gonna like commit my life to this and like drop everything that most of my friends thought was important, which is like going to college and like, yeah. you know, getting a real job and having a wife and kids and all this shit. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's really important to have that imagination, look at things from different perspectives and like trust your gut instinct on every decision yeah. you make, you know? But, um, that was a good, I'm glad you asked that question. That's really cool. I've never had anyone actually ask me that, but. Yeah. So, like, I do believe 100% that, like, um, the location of where I was raised and yeah. also my family, just the combination of the two has definitely, mm-hmm. like, shaped my, like, my drive and my goal and my vision mm-hmm. on freestyle motocross and beyond, you know, so.
0: Well, that's pretty awesome, like I said. Uh, because the the first thing that came to mind is 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 uh, just taking myself for that. Because if I uh, look, I'm working two hundred percent on it uh, lately, the last five, couple of years on doing what I like. And if I like something, that's fine. Because I, I found that I was very influential about that. Because uh, when like I said, I grew up in the city, and you always told, like I said, my parents also told, like I said, you told about um, what is this person gonna think? What is that person gonna think? Okay, now but you have to do this. Because that's what expected of you, and then so now I was like, dude, when I think about it, it's like, but why the hell did I do that? I keep on gra- like moving back to the things that I like, but then you, you get influenced because okay, but other people aren't gonna do like like what you're doing, or people aren't gonna see the same things that you are. And I said, but fuck that, It's like that's what I want to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I from what I've noticed too, like being in the city, like there's nothing wrong with being raised in a city or. Like cities in general, like I'm not, they're not really my thing because almost for that reason, because there's so many eyeballs on you no matter what. And it's kind of, and it's real nerve wracking and it's hard to get to like, it's hard to pursue something different when you live in a city and to be, and to like fully commit to it because there's always times when you're like, well, there's just eyeballs on you and there's all these, you know, judgmental people and these things like, uh, to kind of affect the way that you think or the way that you 100% yeah.
0: And, you know,
1: and so that's why, like, I live in Portland right now, I live in a big city, and I moved up here two years ago from my dad's house, which was like where I grew up. And uh, and I noticed like a big change in that in general, too, just like being amongst like fucking there's like a busy street right over here, a busy street right over here, there's power yeah. lines everywhere, there's phone lines, lines, there's cars zipping, and it's like. Mm. Um, but just even yesterday, like I went and played some music with some friends of mine. And then yeah. after I left, I was just like driving and I was thinking, I'm looking around at everybody and I'm looking at everyone in their cars, just all stressed and like trying to hurry yeah. around the next car. And I'm just like cruising and I'm like, well, you know what, <laughs> whatever you make it, you know, it's true. It's whole, yeah. Everything you see is whatever you want to make it, you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can find the bad in everything, something, you find the good in something, but like, true uh it's it's kind of uh that's that's important that um yeah so to anyone that lives in a city and wants to pursue dreams that seem like outlandish and far-fetched i mean mm. it's they're all possible i mean anything 100%, crazy, yeah. crazy things have happened so it's important to like uh stick to your guns be creative and learn however you may learn but learn how to block out other people's just that whole fucking just learn how to block mm-hmm. out other people like yeah either judging you or trying to like bring you down or like try to see you fail or whatever you know you just gotta like know what's true to you and what you want to do and you just pursue 100%. it. Yeah.
0: Because I had the, the same experience as you did in the car this morning. Because um, I I had today off. Uh, my Friday I had off uh, from work, and um, I dropped off my girlfriend at the at the lab that she works off, and that's the time when everyone rushes to work. And I'm there sitting, chilling, listening to my Jeremy loops, and I'm chilled, and I'm. I like, I don't give a care. Like I'm driving the speed limit just there. I'm cruising, yeah. and you see all these people rushing, pulling in, in front of me. I'm just saying, hey, cool, I'll pull back. Come here, have the yeah. spot go. And everyone is so rushed and so in you know, a state of 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 just everything needs to happen now, and they're going to be late. Yeah. And I said, you can't live like that. That's I think that's why people die early because it's, so because it's just that rush, and you just need to do whatever you make your surroundings. And I, I felt that exactly. I could have also been like, fuck it now. If you get back home and fuck all these people, and that, I, I would have come home and. The the best, but I always use this example because I used to work. I I stay in Pretoria, and I used to work in Johannesburg or Randburg, and that's um, if you leave five o'clock, it's about a two and a half hour or three hour commute home for me, and so that's and and I have to sit in that traffic and then at first you get frustrated and this and this and then you sit in traffic and you get angry at people that don't even know that you're angry. You can call him whatever his mother is and and, and he's not going to be none the wiser. He's going to get home and you're going to get home and you're going to be the one that sits with all that anger. So now I've just learned to switch that off and of focus on myself it's like said if i'm doing what I need to do I'm happy and it's it's all tilt but it's a, it's a day it's a daily struggle you have to work at maintaining that peace in, you know. Thank
1: you.
0: but does that um okay you're also not just the the whole fMx rider and that you also got a keen interest in music so i said i listen to all your tracks that's on apple music and that and it's such a how can I can say it's a you can hear the the, the chill vibes if I could say it like that in your music, which is very Absolutely. cool. said you, you and you, you can, I always say, if you give a guy if, if everyone was able to play a musical interest instrument, their emotions would come out in the type of music they listen and the type of music they, 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 they make. And yeah. yours is it's different, it's exactly like your FMX style, it's not it's it's on the quality of all the other like the the industry if i could say it like that but it's a different sound like i said it's not a normal normal sound and vibe which is awesome
1: that's cool thank you for saying that and i appreciate that Um, i had somebody yesterday explain my music which was really funny and they said it sounds esoteric and esoteric I had to go. Film. I had to go Google that because I not know what it was. But it, esoteric means it's a it's a sound that's that's not uh, it's it's not easily understood by like a huge group of people. But for yes. this, but for a small group of people that understand it, it like it makes a very profound effect on you. And so I feel like it's kind of uh, and like you said too, man, it's crazy music. I, I grew up. uh Got in trouble at school when I was a kid and had to play, had, had to take piano lessons. Yeah. So I took piano lessons, developed, like, I didn't even like it. I fucking hated it when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> but I got older and, um, and then I started playing and playing more. And then even throughout, like, uh, my whole, like, freestyle career, I've always played music, mm-hmm. but just strictly as, like, a therapeutic thing. Like, oh, that's so cool, it's cool. like, like smoking a cigarette or something or a joint or drinking a beer it's like i would just go play music and um and just uh with my real moto when i got the opportunity to be into real moto um mm. i thought fuck it let me try i'll try and make a song let's just yeah, try right. and make my own song to my own part and see see what happens you know like it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a huge like risk and i hadn't made music in like Never even made it like on that scale, like that type of music or, and it's kind of a weird, this, the, the, the song that's in my real moto part is like kind of a, I mean, you can't really put it in any genre. It's like, yo, there's, uh... there's a lot of keyboard. Um, stuff I don't know. If, I don't know if you've heard it, but if you could even
0: compare it to something, I mean, it's no. Yeah, that's like I said, that, I think that's the. That's I think that's why I'm attracted to, to that sound because it's 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 something different. Like you said, uh, you explained it perfectly. It's saying it's it's something that you it's you can't describe, but it's definitely not going to appeal to the masses. You won't hear that song on a top forty chart or anything. No. But that's not where it belongs. That's not its home. That's like I said, And I think the whole. I don't know for how long you said so you can't, you, if you ask any band in the sixties and you tell them what John are playing, they would say rock. Definitely a hundred percent. That's their sound. That's their vibe. That's their feel. That's their look. Today it's like it's, I'm um, playing new metal rock alternative with a bit of pop Everything, on the side. You know, and yeah, matching in the <laughs> world. totally. Um, yeah. Cause I think you can even ask the hardcore rockers. They still listen to a pop song. Where it was sacrilege to listen to a pop song if you were playing rock in the sixties or seventies yeah. or whatever. It was, it's those those things that didn't mix. But now we just went and threw all those genres in one basket, and you yeah. pull out whatever you want to.
1: And now that we're talking about it too, um, it, it kind of goes full circle with like some of the things we were talking about. But um, and that was a risky decision on my part to try to make music. To put into this X Games, like this is my first time ever. This was my first time being involved with X Games, and I'm like, that's a huge risk as for Yo, it to, like mm. commit to making a song and not just that, but putting it out to the world and then being like, "Fuck, I hope you guys like it." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and at the at the time, like even after I made the song, I knew it was a good song, and I knew that it. Was uh, flows well to the music or it yeah. flows well to the video. And so I kind of was just like, whatever, fuck it. I'm going to, I don't yeah. care if people don't like it. I'm going to yeah. put it in, in my video, whether I would get a gold medal or I get dead last. And, uh, unfortunately I didn't get a gold medal, but I did. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I kind of showed a lot of people that I'm, I'm not just a one dimensional, um, freestyle it's different than or it's right here, you know i have a lot of like a real genuine appreciation for like film and for photography and for the art of riding dirt bikes and uh music yeah. and just all this shit you know, and uh and uh yeah and it's uh yeah, that's cool let's go cool. uh, music is fucking awesome dude I, I, yeah. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon and <laughs> And I feel like I'm going to keep making lots of music here pretty soon.
0: No, that's yeah. awesome. I said, <clears throat> I um, actually the the cool the weird thing is after we had our chat yesterday. This morning, I actually it was one of my mates. He bought me a capo for my guitar. And I played guitar on and off, on and off, but not actually to any good level. I can strum along to a song, but that's about it. And this morning I said, fuck it, you know what, I'm going to pick up my guitar and just play a bit. And I sat here for like 10, 20 minutes just strumming, playing, 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 and I thought you know what, this is actually cool. So like I said, this is, and this is what you feel like, okay, you lot more musically talented than me. You can actually make a song like that. But um, if you, if you had to play a song and do your own thing, that's, that's exactly what you need to do. That's, that's pretty cool.
1: And like what you just said too, I mean, like with playing music, like I'm, I'm, I'm okay at playing the piano, the guitar. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not that good at playing a guitar. <laughs> like I'm really like, genuinely yeah. like beginner on a guitar, but, mm-hmm. um, but it's like what you just said, it's like, uh, if you, f- you can find rhythm and you can find soul and sound, like, in that, that's, uh, it's not really about how good of a musician you are, but it's about really digging deep, find more, like finding what it is, like, an opera band. think I- like, find chord, you like, like, like oh, old cool. And I'll strum it. And you can keep strumming. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is a rhythm and like teach what I it you? and It's cool. It's cool for everyone, very therapeutic no matter what skill level you're at. I suggest yeah. to anybody out there you try and get into music, um and, and do it the smart way and don't be like don't you know, just give up on it right away. I like, mean just stick with it yeah. uh, it all comes. Persistence
0: persistence again yeah i think that's the whole i think i'll label this episode called just chatting with jim hill about persistence
1: that's cool i just it's funny because you know i just like analyze everything i've gone through in my own life and and i probably talk differently about things i guess than some other freestyle writers but it's like i've really analyzed all this shit in my life and it's like you gotta see what um yeah yeah like i said we're talking about persistence and all these things you get, you get older and you realize a lot of things that you've done in your life have happened for a reason and like mm-hmm. you know you worked hard to accomplish something or you um I, I had a lot of things happen early in life that i thought were just like random occurrences which some of them are but i mean I, some of them also for me like putting myself in that place to be where i you know getting to that. um yeah. yeah, that's cool. Kind of trippy talk,
0: but it's uh, it's real talk, though. So. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely real talk. But, um, I think that's the, that's the thing that most people miss in in life, because um, they they don't see the things that i have gone through as lessons. Um, like I said, that's what I uh, I had about what was it two a, a year? Let's say let's say a year and a bit ago, I had a, a horrible accident where I rolled my car, and that and at that point. I thought, like I said, it's like, it's a cliche thing about everything, like kind of fell into perspective. I started reevaluating friendships, doing this, thinking about this and that. And I saw that as a big lesson. Everyone's like, Oh, but it's horrible. Like I would have never, it's just rather not rolled your car or had this accident. But that actually pushed me into a different direction. And that led me to where I am now, which is, which is amazing. And I would have, I don't think I would have not been able to get here. But I think it would have taken a lot longer for me to realize the mistakes that I've been making and this and this and that to get to this point, which is – which is, and then, like I said, every little bad thing that happens to you, if you don't get the good out of that and the lesson out of that, you're going to end up being 50 years old and still hating life and think that life treats you this horrible, horrible. But that was basically school. That's your school that life taught you. It's like what what needs to go on to school. Very true, Kevin. Very true, man. <laughs> no, I said, um, dude, uh, like I said, this is a very um, different talk than we had yesterday, a bit more f- philosophical and getting into yeah. things, but it was awesome. I liked it. I liked it. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to just, um, again, thank you for, for taking the time to just, uh, like I said, replying to my Instagram message and, and actually yeah. agreeing to meet up and for a second time meet up now <laughs> and have this have this chat. Um, it was, it said, was, it was a cool experience. And um, if you can maybe just then at the end give your, um, like I said, plug all your social media on that. If anyone wants to follow you on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, they can get, search and get you. Cool.
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is at, at Axel Hodges. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Hillside. It's not Hodges. Get it right. The original. <laughs> um, no, you know my Instagram is at hillsack. I I don't believe in Twitter. Uh, I have a Facebook. I just use it to talk to my grandma. And uh, <laughs> go search on go search on YouTube too. There's uh, there's uh, I've got some funny videos I've been putting up on there too. Just search hillsack on YouTube and um uh, yeah. And besides that, I will see everybody around, man. I'll be awesome. Cool. You know, That's-
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, uh, cool. uh, I appreciate you.
0: Awesome, dude. Thanks very much for your time, dude.
1: Yeah, take care. We'll see you one of these days, okay?
0: Will do, definitely. Yeah, oh, you need to come to South Africa again.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to come visit Dallin and Scotty, Belletti, Dallin, and mm-hmm. all those boys soon. And I didn't really talk about them today, but uh, – Dude, again, uh you're from uh, Pretoria, South Africa. Yeah. And uh I'm not i I've never been to Pretoria, but I have been to Johannesburg and Cape Town and uh spent a lot of time with the crew from South Africa, the FMX John guy. Gosh, uh uh Loverash, yeah, all those guys. Like I owe so much to those guys. Uh to Dallin and his family. I said that yesterday too, but to Dallin's old man, his family, his mom, like his dad, his dad Lyle's a fucking badass. Oh, it's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's Lyle. I hope it is. Yeah. But maybe I forgot But uh, we had all those good guys, like fucking Scottie Blett, um, Della Goldman. We got Nick DeWitt, like um, clean cut Nick DeWitt, and then you got the fucking scroungiest, <laughs> like raw dude in freestyle motocross, Alistair yeah. Sayer, who's like, that guy needs a documentary about him. He's that's fucking crazy. That dude's are a nut, man, in the, you know, in the best kind of way. So but matter yeah, respect yeah. to like the whole free scene in South Africa, like, mm-hmm. all the writers oh, uh, out there. We'll we'll we'll
0: We'll arrange uh, where you, you come to South Africa and then we do a whole trip, like I said, We you guys come, you go to Johannesburg. Pretoria is like, I think, about 60 Ks away from, from Joburg. Yeah. I travel I travel to Joburg like, often, so it's not that far of a drive and then we can show you Pretoria and then we can go on the coastline and, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> it would be awesome. Right I
1: like What's cool, up, dude. Good? I appreciate
0: this. That was a good you we'll See you soon. <laughs> Definitely cool. Cheers, dude.
1: Cheers.
0: Later, Cal. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening to episode number nine of Disruptive intent with my chat with Jimmy Hill. He's a legendary guy, and now we're looking forward to see him in South Africa. So I said, joining the Jungle Rush crew, coming over here, showing him Pretoria, saying him Joburg, saying him the rest of South Africa, and that's it cool so if you guys like the interview if you like the podcast click the subscribe button listen to future episodes if you want me to interview something some some person or someone that that you like or would like to hear on this uh on the show please let me know and and we can get them on so yeah thanks for thanks for listening again and cool see you in episode number 10